Welcome to the Hot Lava Podcast. I'm Kevin AC. I'm standing, well, I'm standing inside at Nationals Park. It is pouring. I'm watching water cascade down into the lower bowl, but, uh, but I'm assuming there's drainage that these people know how to handle uh, their, their thunderstorms because they have been here. The Skittles tarp is out on the infield. supposed to stop by game time. <laughs> the Skittles tarp? Rain, Jay. Yeah. Skittles. Skittles. Oh, it's roll out the rainbow, taste the rainbow. It's a it's tarp with Skittles on it. Uh, anyway, Jay Posner, that's his voice uh, back in San Diego. I assume it's not raining there. Jay, three games against the Nationals. Honestly, I don't even know who the third pitcher is because I'm so dang excited the Padres are facing Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. Uh, you're probably more excited than they are uh, at, that, <laughs> at that prospect. Jeremy Hellickson will pitch on Sunday right. against Joey Lucchese. Padres will have Matt Strom. On the hill, the mound tonight. I will not use that other word that you used a couple weeks ago. Starts with <laughs> B. Won't use that one. Uh, you had a really good story on Matt Strom that was online yesterday in the paper today. Encourage people to check that out. Sort of Strom's uh, transition into being a starter and how much different it is. And and it sounds like he really enjoys it. Right. I mean, this is what he's wanted to yes. do. Yes always uh, had this capability and it's what they saw in him but man I just think it's fascinating the mental game of uh, you know everything but, sure. but involved in going from reliever to starter and you can rely on two pitches and it's also urgent you're trying to get your two outs or I mean you're you know well it could be two outs you know you're, you're one or two innings or maybe three innings um, and then to you know I realize, uh, wow, I got to go through. I got to face guys two, three, hopefully four times, right? Like in a game. And I, I just think it's fascinating. I really do. Uh, and uh, Darren Balsley was good. Matt Strom, Austin mm-hmm. Hedges. Those are three good guys to talk pitching with. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I found it. Uh, those are kind of I, I like because I, I like to learn something. Right, um, right. So, yeah, yeah, Matt def- Strom tonight after – after eight innings last time, two hits, one of them a home run, but that's it. Two hits over eight innings, 87 pitches. So looking forward to him against Scherzer. Let, let's talk real quick before we get back into the National Series about what we, we were both there on Wednesday for huh? Chris Paddock Day. Huh? I mean, it's it's hard to think that you could like keep being more impressed with Chris Paddock <laughs> after what we've seen already. But, you know, for someone, for anyone to pitch like that, this was the guy's fifth start in the big leagues. He was facing a lineup that has just destroyed baseballs all over the place. We mentioned it on the last podcast, what their numbers were. I think they were averaging six and a half runs a game. They left San Diego and what they score, like 15 last night or something, uh, 14 or 15. So, But meanwhile, Chris Paddock pitched against him, gave up one hit in the first inning, hit a guy, walked a guy, and that was it. I mean, 19 straight he retired on a really, really good lineup. And it wasn't like guys were getting good swings and chasing outfielders all over the yard or anything. I mean, he had nine strikeouts, and he made a lot of really good hitters look really bad. And I would imagine in the clubhouse afterward, there were some guys who were really impressed with that, that have been around a while and seen a lot, as opposed to you know you and I watching from the press box. What was the reaction from guys who were in the dugout and on the field? Uh, with Paddock on Wednesday. Well, it's almost, and this is the biggest compliment you can give him, it's almost become old hat for them, right? Like they, <laughs> Right, they five, five outings. It's like, oh, yeah, right. we expect him to throw a one-hitter. What they saw in spring training was real, um, and, and you don't judge a lot in spring training unless a guy is just that good. Um, and then what they've seen here, I mean, what is his worst outing? And it was. It was a bad outing. But they were actually impressed by his three, what was it, three and two-thirds innings, where his pitch count got up, the, and he, you know, he obviously really learned from it and how to, you know, 
do different sequences and use his curveball more. Um, and he had a bad outing against St. Louis, and he didn't allow an earned run. Uh, <laughs> right, right. He's allowed nine hits uh, this season in, uh, what is it now, 27 innings. Um, you know what? Uh, he's so composed, and but they are. I, I say all that to say that what stands out to me the most is they're not like gushing about it, but they are impressed. Eric Hosmer, Ian Kinsler, Manny Machado, because no matter what, until you actually do it, then you know major leaguers. That's what major leaguers want to see. So course, they they are super impressed. Um, how about this? I think that this uh, is. If I, I might be off a game, but I think that the Mariners who lead the majors in home runs by a lot, um, have not homered in four games this year. They didn't homer in either of their ones in San Diego. Right. Nick Bargavich's right. Chris Paddock, and the bullpen. Mostly Kirby Yates, uh, uh, Trey Wingenter. Really, really nice. And I would say this. It was a 1-0 lead, obviously, uh-huh. <laughs> for, for eight innings uh, the other day. But they got, in their last three victories, they did something that they hadn't done in the six losses, and that was get a lead. And actually, they hadn't done very much all season, get a lead within the first three innings. Their pitching staff has given up leads this year, like I think seven times, whatever. But in 17 games, that's the only time, 17 games they've had the lead. They've won 14 of those. Their pitching staff, gives, if this offense can give them a lead, the Padres have a real good chance of winning. Right, right. Uh, one more thing on Paddock. Is he impressed with what he's doing, or is he just as composed and as... Wow, you you like Paddock more than me. As, as level-headed as... Uh, as I, well, I mean, I that was... I, I just can't stre- stress how impressive that is. And it kind of gets lost, I think, a little bit. I mean, he's, a, you know, he's with the Padres, and people don't really look at... I mean, if... He retired 19 straight batters in for the for the Mariners, a team that you know, like we said, was leading the majors in in offense. But I I am fascinated with him because I just think guys like him and Tatis to think about being able to watch these guys for the next however many years. You know, it's not a guy that you think, oh, okay, he's going to be good. Boy, I hope he plays here for two years. You know, the idea that we can go out and see Tatis and 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 you know Machado and some other guys as well. But for the next several years and watch Paddock pitch hopefully every five days, you know, for that time span from someone who likes baseball. I just think that's an exciting time. And he seems like nothing like he's does he like expect this or do you think he's. Yes. Yeah. Now Here's the thing, Jay, the beauty of him. And I've tried to explain this to people who who haven't maybe, you know, been around professional sports as often as, as I have. This is a special kid with special talent and a special focus. So like he has this ability, which most of us don't have, which is to both take things like one minute at a time, but also have a grand plan. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has a grand plan, which is to pitch 20 years in the majors, you know, <laughs> be the best pitcher ever, but he doesn't get overwhelmed by that. He focuses just on the moment. And, and anyone who's tried to do that knows how hard it is. And even for guys like this who, look, if you make the major leagues, you're, you're just at a different mental level than most people, sure. you know, at least in terms of playing this game. And certainly if you're going to be a major league starting pitcher. But that's the thing that stands out to me is, let me tell you something. There's some things that are, you know, I feel like are more conversation, so I won't mention them. But, like, let me see here. There's some things he talks about in terms of his plans for the future, and he's not afraid to talk about them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay. At first, you're like, oh man, hey Chris, how about you throw some spring training games first? Or, <laughs> right, you know, right. How about you throw? How about you make the major leagues and get uh-huh. some outs first? But you start to realize real quick, 
this isn't this isn't a bad thing for him. This is who he is. So it's like, no, he's not overwhelmed. He has expected to do this. And that's what's great for me is, I mean, how many times, and it happens a lot early in your career as a sports writer, where you get sucked in by this incredible talent. And it takes so much more than that. And actually executing is a whole other thing. Um, and to actually see it happening is very exciting for me to watch. The other thing, you said 19 straight. Okay, that's incredible. He's made five starts. In three of those starts, he's had a stretch of at least 10 batters in a row retired. 10, 13, and 19. I mean, this is a man who gets on a roll and like, I mean, that's it. It's over. I mean, that's incredible. You talked about getting sucked in by somebody doing well. Wasn't there a quarterback here once who was 2-0 as a rookie? Oh, we're not going to go there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, let's go go to uh, what you're going to see this weekend in Washington. The Nationals, no Bryce Harper, obviously, and and nothing this year that really stands out. I was just looking. I mean, they're eleven and twelve. Their run differential, which we talk about on here a lot, the Padres are minus thirteen, uh, even though they're fourteen and eleven. The Nationals are plus seven, but they had a fifteen to one win uh, thrown in there. So you take that you take that away, and they're ten and twelve. You know, with a minus. Seven. This this Kevin. They haven't they haven't won or lost more than two games in a row all year. Oh wow! Um, I mean, they just they like they go out there and they win a game, they lose a game, they lose a game, they win a game. That sort of uh, thing. One piece of bad news for the Padres is it looks like Anthony Rendon might be back uh, as early as tonight. I don't know if their lineups out yet as we tape this, but he's had a uh, left elbow bruise, missed the last five games. And he's their best player, especially with Trey Turner. Even, yeah. Maybe even if Trey Turner was playing, but Trey Turner uh, is has been out for a couple of weeks already with a broken finger. But Rendon only has 70 at-bats this year, and he's got 10 doubles and six home runs uh, and a, an OPS of, of 1.223. So obviously much more dangerous lineup when he's in it. And they've got some other good you know, young players that they've got in there. I mean, Juan Soto is sort of their Tatis, I think. Uh, Victor Robles, mm-hmm. another guy that's uh, you know that I'm eager to to see. A couple of their veterans have not been so good. Zimmerman and Dozier uh, off to bad uh, off to bad starts. But and their staff, you know, Scherzer and Strasburg, both of them have ERAs over four, which you certainly wouldn't expect. Their FIP numbers are are much better. Scherzer's is is basically half of his ERA, which I don't think you see all that uh, all that often. So maybe he hasn't pitched quite as poorly as uh yeah as his numbers and they are gonna the Padres are gonna miss Patrick Corbin which is a, a, probably a good thing because he's been their best starter so far I uh I had not looked at like Scherzer's overall numbers which is weird but I started to get into like I this is just the trail I went down this morning looking at his numbers like inside the game and his you know strikes and his first pitch strikes and his swings and misses and I'm like this guy's as good as ever <laughs> so, right yeah so I'm know, not sure what's happened Scherzer. yeah yeah and their bullpen has been, I think, mostly shaky, but at the very back end, Sean Doolittle's been been basically as good as Kirby Yates. One run in eleven and a third innings, but he's only had four save opportunities. I think they've, you know, they've only won eleven. I think they've had some blowouts. He's three for four in saves, and and I do want to mention. I was going to say, if they scored fifteen runs in a game, that's like six Padres games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They've had some blowouts, yeah. Um, and and then there's the Trevor Rosenthal situation, which is almost painful to to look at and he's just been incredibly bad for a guy who was incredibly good for a while with St. Louis and they they gave him a week off brought him in at Coors the other day sort of a low leverage they're down six to three in the eighth inning type of situation hit a guy through three wild pitches 
gave up three runs and his ERA went down from forty from forty point five to thirty six. Because he got an out. He's pit, right, He did. He's pitched. He got three outs. He's pitched three. He's he's gotten nine outs this year, and he's given up twelve runs and nine walks. I mean, it's just it's painful to uh, to look at those so numbers. I can't, can't like believe one of like, oh. how you know how much longer can they can they go on? Yeah. Uh, which of course I'm sure Padre fans asked that about a couple of their players, but we talked a lot about that the other uh, uh, the other day. What else is on your mind with uh, with the Padres here going on this road? This is an interesting little week on the road here with playing the Nationals and the Braves. It is. Uh, I think the Nationals obviously are a quality team, and the Braves are a very quality team. Uh, and, and both of them are, are in a division where I think that they both think it's it's winnable, but uh, that they have a tough road. So this is going to be a, this going to be a good one. I really look forward to those four against the Braves, and uh, you know they're their pitching staff and young Campbell. We'll talk about that next time. Right. What's on my mind? Ty France. Um, we, we, we we don't need to get into Urias. He's not here. We don't need to get into Kinsler. He is here. Uh, again, I haven't seen the lineup. I do expect that Ty France will uh, get a start at some point on this road trip. The, the challenge at second base, and, and I thought it was, and then you heard Andy Green talk about it. The guy's played six games in AAA at second base. This is the major leagues. Second base is not third base, but you know, not everybody's well modest, right? You can just uh, run them around. I haven't seen him at second, so I can't speak to it. But you could, you know, the Padres, you know, if the tarp comes off here and it has stopped raining, they'd like to see what Ty France can do out there, you know, uh, before they, they put him in a game. Uh, they could, you know, that's your challenge. You've got, you're going to find a way to get Ty France some at bats, but in terms of multiple ones in a game, you know, well, I guess it'll be at second base, but, uh, you know, you're not going to. Manny already got his one sit for uh, for April. He's not, Manny, <laughs> Manny Machado, you know, with all these off days, Manny Machado's not going to sit. Uh, you know, maybe Eric Hosmer sits. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what happens. And tomorrow they let Ty France uh, play uh, his another ex Aztec, uh, Strasburg. I, you know, Ty France plays first. I, yeah. We'll Although I, I wouldn't think uh, if you're going to sit Hosmer, I wouldn't think it would be this yeah, weekend yeah, just because they're right. facing right-handed pitching. So. Three, three righties. Yeah, I, I just don't know where I'm, I'm thinking this through right now. I, I don't know where uh, you put Ty France uh, in the field at this point. It's like he he beat the door down with that bat, but like, wait, <laughs> where's where's this guy going to play? Uh, I do right. believe that Greg Garcia uh, will play at some point here, probably this weekend. It could be tonight. I don't think so after an off day in Kinsler Homer to the day before that. But that's something that Andy has basically said is definitely going to happen. He's going to get a few starts here. I mean, the kid, uh, what, has 20 plate appearances, Garcia does? Yeah, He's their only like true bench player. Uh-huh. Other than that, like I already talked about, believe this offense <laughs> – it just needs to be better. That, that, but we've been—I was saying that when they uh, were eleven and five, uh, it was a little easier to say it. Like, hey, the offense needs to be better. And then the six-game losing streak, man, the offense needs to be better. It's still the case. They've won three in a row. They're fourteen and eleven. The offense needs to be better. Right. No, I would. Uh, I would agree with that. And uh, yeah, I don't think there was anything else that I, I was right. looking to looking to cover. And I know you've got to get downstairs here shortly to. Uh, to talk with the team and get some writing done and and uh we will we will talk again on monday no off day on the travel yeah. side here so we'll uh, this is an odd this is an odd little hot lava podcast um much like it's been odd recently they had the off day right they had an off day after the series against the reds then a two-game series then an off day the last game against the mariners was one to zero where there was a solo home run it was like when we're talking to andy after the game is like 
the first time I can ever remember, there was like four questions because there was nothing more to talk about. There was, you know, there was Paddock and there was Kinsler, and, and that's it. There's just not, not a lot going on right now. You could have asked him the last time he saw a game in two hours and five minutes. Of course, they couldn't do that for, a, uh, for one of those 7-10 starts. Well, someone asked him, and I don't generally, but this is funny. We all, look, if you are going to ask as many questions as those of us in the media, though this was a TV person, again, not not, not uh, making a judgment, just saying it was kind of funny. Someone did note the two-hour and five and asked Andy at the post-game press conference, um, do you teach that? <laughs> and Andy, to his credit, said, we kind of smirk, but and, you know, very good, especially on the camera. Um, and he can be a little, you know, can have some fun with a bad question. Uh-huh. I've been the uh, object of that, but he smiled at me and said, you know, really like us to have been at bat a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, that's Chris Paddock going seven innings. He, not only does he work fast, he allowed one hit. Um, right, and and right. nobody reached base after the second. And guess what? Felix Hernandez was practically Felix Hernandez. So, no, you don't teach that. If you could, uh, then Rob Manfred would, uh, you know, not need to spend as much time on his job. Yeah, well, he would have. Le- I mean, he'd have some mandatory <laughs> classes on uh, on that immediately. So, uh, anyway, right. Kevin, enjoy your uh, enjoy your weekend. I I think the I just looked. I think the weather's supposed to be better after tonight. So if we get through tonight, everything should be uh, should be good, and and then we can uh, we can worry about Atlanta uh, next week, where it's supposed to get hot and probably humid, and I'm sure you'll love that. So. Well, we were there later in the summer last year, so this will just be a pleasure. And, and, and uh, I will never complain about going to uh, to watch the Braves and the, and the Padres play. So, hey, Nationals, Padres, three games. I'm looking forward to it. Jay, thank you very much, and I'll talk to you uh, Monday. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks, Kevin.